Um, I'm going to show a clip, and the reason I want to do this is, um, well, one of the comments last week is, uh, after talking about last days of Matthew 24, 25, is we are doomed. And that is not what I wanted the reaction to be, because that, that's not really it. We're actually in for a glorious future if we remain with Jesus. We're for a glorious future, and we're not doomed. We're, uh, oh, it's exciting. And um, so I'm going to look at this clip. The, uh, the other reason is, one of the things Jesus said, he said, if you're on the roof when these last days happen, and we said last week, um, typical prophets in that prophets will often interweave uh, prophecy, and so they can... They talk about things that are up close and a long way away and they interweave them. And it's, yeah, it's hard to know sometimes. Are they talking about tomorrow or many, many years away? And one of the things Jesus said was, if you're on the roof in the last days, don't go down. And uh, one of the scholars looking at this wonders really what he's talking about is uh, with the flat roofs at that time where people spent a lot of time socialising and, and close housing, run across the roofs to get away. And we know from history that in AD 70, um, many Christians escaped because they took a notice of what Jesus had said and say, maybe this is it. And so they were able to escape. They got out to a place called Pella, east of Jordan. So anyway, uh, possibly Jesus is talking about roof jumping here. And so we're going to look at a little clip. All right, shall we pray? Yeah, Lord, we uh, thank you for your word. And Lord, we want to, as Shah was saying, be faithful to your word and not neglect your word. And uh, Lord, we ask as we open up your word today, you would speak to us. And uh, speak hope and joy into our hearts. Whatever else you want to say, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So we're looking through Matthew 24 and 25. We're up to Matthew chapter 24, verses 15 to 31. Matthew 24, verses 15 to 31. So... When you see standing in the holy place the abomination of desolation as described by the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop come down to retrieve anything from his house. And let no one in the field return for his cloak. How miserable those days will be for pregnant and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not occur in the winter or on the Sabbath, for at that time there will be great tribulation, unmatched from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be seen again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it, for false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders that would deceive even the elect, if that were possible. See, I have told you in advance. 
So, if they tell you, there he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or, here he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever there is a carcass, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. At that time, the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and all the tribes of the land will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. So the first thing is this. First thing is this, about the end times. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. That, that is not the point of Scripture. Don't be, you know, that's, I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. Don't be fearful about the end times. Everything's going to be all right. He's coming back, just like he said he would. Don't be fearful. Why not? Uh, partly because the way the, the Scripture is written here, it's, it's, it's a metaphor. It's not scientific precision. You know, the sun will be darkened. The moonlight will be blocked. Stars will fall. There's dramatic language. And it's like we would say, you know, earth-shaking developments. But the, the language of Jesus is not to be taken literally here. It's like when Jesus said, if your arm causes you to sin, chop it off. You know, he's not asking us to dismember ourselves. Um, but it's a, it's a word picture. Like when Jesus said, you know, if your arm causes you to sin, chop it off. He's saying, deal aggressively with sin. And, but Jesus is saying, um, when, when the end comes, there'll be dramatic change. And it's probably including the overthrow, complete overflow of demonic powers, um, associated with the paganism of the sun, moon, and stars. So don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Secondly, don't be fearful because the Holy Spirit will give help. Luke's version of the same passage of Jesus is in, found in Luke 21. In verses 14 and 15 it says this. Jesus, he says this, he says, Make up your minds not to worry beforehand. I will give you the words and wisdom at that time to defend yourselves. Don't be fearful. And some of these warnings are helpful. Jesus refers to, to Daniel, the book of Daniel here, and the prophecy that Daniel gives. And we know uh, from history too, in the year, it was either 167 or 168, the, the Greek king, Antichus Epiphanes, the Greek king, he, at that time, when the Jews uh, rebelled, Antichus, he went into the temple and he slaughtered a pig right on the altar and then went on to destroy much of the temple, including 80,000 inhabitants of Jerusalem. 
which was the done thing in those days. One of the ways you subjugate your people is you destroy their place of worship. And so Jesus is referring to this. And as the Jews, the first hearers of this, knowing their history, they were like, whoa, we know what happened there. And so Jesus is giving some warnings here. And we know from history too that as the rebellion started in the late 60s, from about AD 66, the Jewish uprising, and then as Titus, the the, um, Roman general, came in to Jerusalem and surrounded the temple, and the Christians had heard Jesus' words, they knew Jesus' words, and they'd been repeated. And this gave them the chance that what Jesus predicted from what had happened, and referring back to uh, um, BC 167, 168, that something was up here. This wasn't going to end well. And it gave them that chance to escape east of the Jordan. And so Jesus is giving some warnings here, and they're helpful. And don't be fearful. And there'll be helpful signs that Jesus is returning. You know, he won't sneak back. He won't just sneak back. It's going to be obvious. Verse 27 will be obvious as lightning in the sky. Another picture Jesus gives. It'll be obvious as a dead animal out in the desert and all the vultures circling. We've seen that. You know something's dead out in the desert when you see the vultures around. You know, he, Jesus won't just sneak back. It'll be obvious. He'll appear in the clouds. You know, and this is probably not uh, cloud travel. This is probably referring to what the um, Jews had experienced way back in the desert wanderings. You know, how how God appeared in the cloud for them. And they knew God is with us. And we'll know God is with us. He will appear in the clouds. So don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Secondly, but do be careful. In the last days, do be careful. Read the times. Read the times. But please, don't try to predict the times. Read the times, but don't try to predict the times. Jesus said, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't go trying to predict the day, the date, the hour. It's, it's really irresistible, I know. And it's a lot of fun. But Jesus said, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't obsess with the dates. Be careful not to do that. Jesus said, verse uh, chapter 24, 36, only God the Father knows the date. And so we, we are not to try and predict the date. Don't do that. It's a fun game. Don't do it. And one, um, you know, m- many people made lots of money out of trying to do that. One famous Christian evangelist made a career out of it. And I remember hearing him say, 1998, maybe before, or maybe after, but 1998. <laughs> wow. Said nothing, but said something. Be careful. Don't try and predict the date and be careful not to obsess also about your possessions. About your possessions. Jesus said in the last days, if you're out in the field, 
your jacket, which was worth a lot of money in those days. Don't rush back to try and get your goodies in the house. Just go. Don't obsess about your possessions. And if you're on top of the roof, just go. Don't worry about the house. And that was helpful in AD 70. And it'll be helpful for us. It's helpful now. We're in the last days now. Let's not obsess about the goodies in the house or obsess about the house. There are more important things. Be careful not to be sucked in. Thirdly, by false Christs, false prophets, false ministers. I said last week, Joseph Smith is not the Messiah. Muhammad is not the Messiah. Jesus is the Messiah and he's coming back again. Be careful. It's, it's obvious when Jesus comes back, we won't need to scratch our heads and wonder, is that, you know, is that the Messiah? It'll be obvious. And lastly, be joyful. Don't be fearful. Do be careful and do be cheerful. Joyful. Uh, one of our privileges on mission is we meet amazing people. One of the amazing, uh, incredible, eccentric guys we met, a missionary, he was, I can't remember his name, but he had a mission called the Irish Nomadic Mission Ministries, uh, Irish Nomadic Ministries, tattooed uh, from here to toes. And you'd see it is so inappropriate. He always wore shorts, which you're not supposed to do. Uh, in our context, everyone wore long pants, but he didn't care. And his story was he came... Uh, to faith because he was in Ireland and he's, the way he said he got into a spot of difficulty and had to skedaddle to the French Foreign Legion very quickly. And while he was there, he came to faith. And, and would you know it, he ended up in Burkina Faso, West Africa of all places. And uh, one of the things that I loved about him, he had this habit of saying, Hallelujah, anywhere. And uh, <laughs> he had had uh, quite a life already. And so things kind of didn't bother him too much. And whatever happens, uh, most, most sentences he would finish with a, hallelujah, anyway. And, uh, you know, that's a great thing, eh? Despite what we're going through, despite our challenges, and they are real, despite our worries, and they are real, you know, Jesus is coming back for those that love him. So, hallelujah, anyway. <laughs> so, be joyful, he's coming back. Verse 30, and there will be some hard things. Verse 30, all the tribes of the land will mourn. That's probably referring to the 12 tribes of Israel. And they'll see that actually Jesus was part of God's big plan. And there will be some genuinely shocked people that they got it wrong about Jesus. But there will be those from every nation that will rejoice. And the reference here is uh, to the Old Testament book of Daniel. And it's a vision. And it's not so much a, a de detailed geographical detail or logistical plan of divine space travel, but it's a reference. And it would make those first Jewish listeners, they would understand. And let's look at that, Daniel 7. Daniel 7, verse 13. In my vision, 
at night and looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. Verse 14, he was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and people of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Amen. Hallelujah anyway. Because they will see the Son of Man, Jesus, coming with great power and glory. This is great news for those that love him. Great news. His elect. And as important, Meredith might tell you differently, as important as local and national elections are, what is most important is that, that you, that we are, are part of the elect. That we are part of the elect. And it's important that we make the most of our freedom of democracy to choose our leaders. But most important is that you are part of the chosen. That you have chosen freedom that is found in Christ. Te Tapu, the sacred assembly. And what's more, that we give people the opportunity, opportunity to be part of the chosen one, to be part of the elect. And it's open to all. That is not a closed offer. It's open to all. There'll be people from each of the four winds, and I hope fire. People will come from everywhere, and that's why we support missions, why we support missionaries. We're having a mission Sunday in uh, September the 15th, because we believe in that people from all four winds will be part of the elect. He's coming back. Hallelujah anyway. He's coming back. Let's stand up. And if, if you haven't chosen, if you haven't said yes to Jesus, if you're not sure that you are part of the elect, if you are one of the chosen ones, I want you to choose that today. And if you're going through challenges today, they are real. You know, if you're having uh, troubles today, whatever they are, health, family, financial, you know, they are real. We don't want to diminish that, make light of that. But God, Jesus wants to be in the midst of that with you and help you in that today. And so we thank you, Lord, that you are coming back. And even now you are with us. And that the end of all times is not a, actually a fearful thing, but it's a glorious thing. Because the one we love and the one who loves us is with us. And will return and will gather um, his elect from far from the four winds to be with him. We thank you, Lord, how uh, this joy... This joy is with us, this cheerful thing that you have told us, and we will embrace those hard times that are a part of the end times, but we thank you that you are with us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Um, people love to pray with you. If you haven't chosen Jesus, we want to give you that chance today. If you'd like um, prayer with challenges in your life, people would love to do that with you today. Bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.